Welcome to Live the Fuel, where we fuel your health, business, and lifestyle. And now your host, Scott Mulvaney. All right. Good day and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another Live the Fuel show. So I like to timestamp things once in a while. We're actually recording today, the day after the 4th of July, our powerfully historic Independence Day here in the U.S. of A. And uh, yeah, the hustle continues. So uh, why not uh, actually do some work the day after? You know, like half my friends are off today. We actually caught a little mountain bike ride this morning because uh, I actually had business to do and everybody wanted to go riding. And I was like, well, I'm not taking the day off. I got some people to chat with, including our guest co-host today. So let me give you the quick skinny on this gentleman. Um, we're actually, obviously, as always, video recording for the YouTube people because video matters, and this guy might be able to speak to that. He is the CEO and founder of CorporateFilming.net, not .com people, .net, and a, it's a national video production firm that drives profit to businesses through story, we've talked about this before on the show, and emotion. And uh, they, they love the customer experience, making people smile through memorable experiences, and that's the whole point of, I think, when you do a good video is, are you going to remember it? And I can't wait to air for you guys our little wedding video, too. And Trevor and I were talking about that before we started the show. Without further ado, the CEO and founder of Corporate Filming, Trevor Rappoli. Welcome to the show, sir. Thank you. Thank you for uh, having me on the 5th of July. The 5th of July. I feel like we should remake that song. There's Anyway. <laughs> so let's go ahead and like dive a little deeper. You had a longer uh, bio, and I want to skip over a couple of things. Like You literally got started playing around with business stuff at the age of 13, right? It's crazy. Even saying this out loud is, I mean, I just always wanted to work. I always just loved filming stuff. So back in the day, we we, we had the big VHS camera. You know, oh yeah, those things were huge, dude. That's like a workout. I'm a CrossFit guy. Like I feel like I should yeah. get two of those and just start dropping and doing squats. Yep, yep. <laughs> and I just, I just, and I get it from my dad. He filmed everything. I mean, everything just this raw documentary look. And I think that's where I got my vibe for just capturing moments and, and telling stories. Hmm. Um, at age 13, I I uh, started DVDs to remember.net where I was converting <laughs> VHS to DVD. Everybody I, was doing that. Like, oh my yeah, God, we, they didn't want their VHS yeah. to like die. So everybody yep. had them burn a DVD. Yep. And uh, I remember I was charging like 15 bucks a DVD. So my margin was like 14, 50. I didn't even know what that meant back then, but I was just like, and I would put like price sheets in the mailboxes around my neighborhood. I spent like a week doing it. I, I spent like a week doing it. I got one sale from it. So I just started really young. And, yeah. and you're using your pops equipment. I was, so yes, that's what so I you had low overhead. That. <laughs> I had no overhead. I got allowance. <laughs> Plus, I was making side money to get the latest Game Boy and the latest RC car. And oh I yeah, just, I've had yeah. I had them both. I mean, well, actually, I didn't get the Game Boy till later. I was definitely into the RC cars. And yep. for those people who don't know what that means, radio controlled toys basically that you can zip around. And if you got yeah. the good ones, did you hit the ones that hit over fifty miles an hour? So. No, I, I we we I, wasn't we, that it's a dream of mine too. I never have one either. <laughs> yeah, no, that's really fast. Yeah, it, I, but, but, isn't that sick though? That was ridiculous. Like those things could haul ass. I mean, crazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, did you ever build like your own course in the backyard? So we had an acre backyard, and we would go like around it, and we had like this empty lot behind our house. Yeah, and I've not said this story for 
for for years and we would go and back we would go back there plus we had um one of those um airplanes oh the radio controlled airplanes too yeah and sweet our mom had me and my dad stop buying it because we would just lose it because oh yeah you'd be like oh now it's out of range and now it's gone because you can't go like where's it gonna it's just gone yeah the so, tra- the transmission distances uh, years ago weren't that long um no and they no. didn't have like an auto return feature so no which drones do nowadays thank god but <laughs> No, back then they, they didn't have that. Like, oh, we lost a signal. Maybe I should go back to where the guy started from. Uh, no, not back in the day. Uh, once it's gone, it's gone. <laughs> no, it's gone. It's gone. Yeah. So, um, so let's let's dive into this. I mean, clearly we're geeking already. And actually, I, lo- I love some of your background because you guys actually use uh, the keyword nerd in, into some of your really? history too. So, and and let's let's show some respect to the nerd word out there because besides the fact, great '80s flicks movies. Um, if anybody knows what I'm talking about, there's a lot of nerd-themed movies. Uh, you know what I'm talking about, Trevor? Ooh. Revenge nerd. of the Nerds? No, I've never seen that. Oh, my God. I am so aging myself right now. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, they're hilarious. Uh, it's like college, uh, college-themed, like nerds against, you know, trying to make make an impact. They came out with, they made their own, like, um, fraternity on a college campus. And they're, it's up against, like, jocks versus nerds. And at the end of the movie, like, the nerds get the hot ladies. It was a whole thing. So, anyway, it's like, it was, maybe it's more 80s than 90s, whatever. Uh, yeah. Again, this show targets the Gen X, me, uh, to the millennials, to the Z, uh, the Z. And, hey, you never know, man. They remake everything nowadays. Um, they really What's your vote yeah. on that being a filmmaker? Do you think they bring, I feel like everything just makes a comeback now. So I think, so I read an article once that they know remakes aren't going to be as good as the originals. No, like but you have to tie it to the new generations. Yeah. And if they already know the movie's good, they want to make profit from a validated idea. Right. And you got so people like me that will just go back just to see if they respect it enough. To like, and then when they remade it, because I'm either going to be pissed or happy, but I already spent the money, so they win. <laughs> yeah, so like Hangover Three, they knew it wouldn't make as oh, much money, they knew it wouldn't be as good, it was awful. but it still made millions. Yeah, like millions. So remakes are awesome. I, I mean, I mean, I, I think why not? If you have a validate, which this will dive into what I want to talk about. If you have a validated idea that you know is going to work, why not keep going? deeper down that tunnel rather than try and make 10 other ideas keep going down the one that's working like it's that it's that mentality yeah well it's funny you're diving into that right so it's like we kind of like hinted at the storytelling component right so that's a great point you hit and honestly nowadays i'm a marketing professional so yes i like to look at data i'm gonna geek on the numbers but yeah if you find that one video just slam dunked Mm-hmm. that's usually a symbol like okay look at the thousands of likes look at the minutes watched look mm-hmm. at its shares and it's like well clearly that one video blew up blew up so mm-hmm. should we dig deeper into that story into that history maybe we add more more depth into that because i feel like there's always more depth isn't there yeah and it's it's funny you say that it's it's all about in the business world marketing world any like entrepreneur entrepreneurs out there it doesn't really matter what you or i want it matters what your client wants Mm -hmm. and what they like and the thing that i've really realized is so we actually started this last year so we make our main video our brand video the about us they're really their big marketing piece it's like buy our product this is why you need it right i had a ran i i just had an idea i went to my team hey can we make a blooper reel 
they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, like the CEO was messing up. He was laughing. The receptionist was tripping as she walked down the hallway. Like we got all this on film. Nice. I love telling this story. Our video that we spent weeks on does not get watched as much as the outtake reel. Yeah. It's human. It's funny. It's humanizing. So now we do that for every single person. But you, come on, let's just, let, let's pause on that. Yeah. That CEO or the executives that were bloopering, you probably had to sell them on that. So you would be shocked. There was zero selling. Really? They, they, once you, did you tell them ahead of time you were going to make it or no? Oh, no, no, no. So we got their approval, of course. Like we didn't just post it. We no, sent no, no. Them. But I mean, like you went ahead and like made it say, hey, guys, I think you would enjoy this. We should put this up type of thing, right? Yep, because it goes back to the thing that I that we are all about, which is humanizing people. Just the CEO to the receptionist, we're all humans. And if you just humanize the sales staff, if like it it just makes them it just makes us seem all the same. Mm-hmm. And who and who doesn't want to work for a CEO that's willing to laugh at themselves? Yes. It's it's that vulnerability that I loved on your last podcast. Be vulnerable. It's okay to be like, hey, I don't know what I'm doing. Or hey, I kind of messed up on that. It just, it just, it just humanizes people. So that's actually one of my love for story is diving into the humanization and the emotion behind products, behind businesses well because there is always a story in the background and actually real quick since he was referring to an old podcast right before we hit record ladies and gentlemen he was referring to it was actually well now now it's in may time flies um but he's referring to episode 273 with philip mccarran it was titled strength and vulnerability transparency truth and his own one last talk movement which is the name of his book uh but since we're already video sharing Dude, check out his site, corporatefilming.net. Uh, he's got lots of animation already rocking and rolling on there. And I love the fact you actually have linked into your site a, an article on you guys uh, from, how you pronounce that? Like Voyage LA, right? Like at Los Angeles? Yep. Yeah. Correct. So voyagela.com did a piece on you guys. It gives more of that background on there. Um, but let, let's dive deeper into this because I think people forget that people created a company, mm-hmm. run the company, and grow the company. So, and last time I checked, there's no such thing as perfection. So why not show off some of the imperfection? Yeah, it's it's all about people have this misconception of people don't go into business with the business. They go in business with the people behind the business. Yep. The, the um, engineers, the receptionists, the CEO, people work with people. And something I've learned scaling this is Part, part, part of the reason why sales don't go through is because the buyer doesn't trust you. And why should they? You, you're just an email back and forth. But what if you said, like I do, hey, I cannot wait to make this video for you and help you drive sales. P.S. Here's me at 13 with big hair on live TV filming. And here's me spilling coffee on set all over the floor. We have fun. It's just... One, we're different. It makes us stand out and it makes us memorable. And that's what I try and tell people. It's like, if you're doing what everyone else is doing, how are you going to stand out? Yeah, I like this because obviously like Live the Fuel, right? Stands for Live Mm -hmm. the Fired Up Epic Life. I I built the brand initially just off of just posting motivation and inspirational content years ago. I needed an outlet. 
uh, because I was just channeling so much, doing so much self-development, personal development, professional development. You're following these people that just look like they've created these amazing lives. But again, what I've now, after three years of podcasting and, and realizing this myself, it's like, guys, like they're just further down the timeline. So they all started where I did. Maybe they didn't start a Facebook page to post motivational posts to fuel people's fire, right? But it was like, they might have started with a book. They might have started with a podcast before I did. Like the podcast didn't even come right away. That just came later. It's just because I, I was listening to a lot of bad, bad podcasts who did people don't understand audio quality. And I'm like, buy real microphones, buy good equipment, and take pride in what you do. Stop running a podcast on a set of Apple high headphones. I'm sorry. I just I know people believe in not spending a lot of money and they, they want to yeah. get started. But I'm like, guys, like people are listening to you. Like yeah. care about the audio. <laughs> Yeah, and, and speaking about this whole spend money thing, I can't tell you, and it's, I'm happy that you mentioned that. It's if people, if you have a product, but no one knows you exist, you actually have no, you 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 actually have nothing. Yeah, you have nothing. So when I first started, I was pouring, and I'm saying this number just to, to make a point. I poured like thirty thousand dollars into Google AdWords our very first year. Wow, I thought I was crazy. My dad was like, what are you doing? My mentor was like, slow down. And I'm like, hold on. If no one knows we exist, like if we're not number one on the AdWords, no one's looking at number five. So pay the extra couple bucks to be number one. To this day, we still work with Home Depot and I'm into it because nice. of that one move I made four years ago. So That's a big move though. I mean, it's a huge move. It's it, now it we're not, risky. let's be real. We're not telling everybody to go out and spend 30 grand. I, no, 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 please don't do that. I, I mean, I don't have a CFO, so I just kind of, do my <laughs> you don't have somebody to put you in check. <laughs> I mean, well, one day that'd be the goal of like Trevor, slow down, but I'm not saying, to, I'm not saying to spend 30,000, but for the people that don't want to spend on a web developer or that expo that costs 200 bucks to go network at mm -hmm. that dinner that costs 50, I mean, how are people going to know you exist? Well, that's why when I talk, I love just a simple fact of taking action is where I'm going to go off of this point you just made is that people spend all this time like, oh, I think this is this is the product or this is the service that I'm going to create because I know I struggled with it and people need this. Well, okay, great. But if they don't know who you are <laughs> and you don't have an email list and you don't exist on social media and you don't have a website, who are you going to sell it to, Right. So there is that component of uh, what is that baseball yeah. movie, uh, uh, the Field of Dreams. You know, if okay. you build it, they will come. The really long movie, right? <laughs> Very long movie. Very but long. You gotta be careful yeah. with that storyline and that film, right? Because I, they spent all that time and all that effort, and granted, there was ghosts and whatever, blah blah blah. But like in the real world, okay, build a client list or build an email list, start building your following, uh, and then. See if that's actually what they want. Don't spend all this time and money building something if you don't know that people need it. Now, luckily, you have been built a hell of a foundation since 13, working with your pops' gear, building a craft, building a skill set, learning a lot of the struggles. Like, I guarantee you, ladies and gentlemen, that Trevor probably made a lot of crappy videos. So it's funny you mentioned that. I was showing... <laughs> So we used to be eventfilming.net. So we did over at our peak, we did a hundred weddings a year. It was insane, crazy. That's a lot of weddings, dude. A lot of bad music. A lot of bad music, but so just emote, just the emotional story of me sitting the bride down and saying, so what's going to be going through your head when you see him for the first time? 
and just like so on a side note we use that emotion on the corporate world but to kind of answer i don't think i've ever seen that on a music video or i mean on a wedding video somebody you actually uh, sat the bride down and interviewed her so this was this is what made us so different is oh. even if the bride was hesitant well like done. anybody can film beautiful people walking down a hallway in slow-mo right that's not hard hmm. but who's going to actually sit the groom down sit the bride down sit sit the ceo down and don't let them write something just ask them so what's going through your head right now how much do you love the team you work for how much are you have you found the love of your life and just let that silence let the Dude, let it's, them wipe it's their almost eye. like you have a counseling session <laughs> <laughs> i mean it, do it, you it, have like it, a, it, a minor in psychology <laughs> honestly one of my favorite things is our our clients are so taken aback when they're like wait we, you don't want a script in the room i go no absolutely because then your hr your vp they're gonna make it they're gonna make it just so corporate and so just let me come in let me and my team come in and ask what problem are you solving do you love what you do how honored are you to work with the company that that just just the story of it. But again, see, this is, sounds amazing, but let's rewind. My point was, you didn't always know that. You had to figure that out. Like you were, this is the, the classic story of entrepreneurship. People think everything happens and it's like you're successful. Like, no, you have to put in the reps, right? You're going to make the wins and you're going to make the losses, but the losses teach you what to change differently in the future. So you didn't always know that from the get-go. Like you said, you did hundreds of weddings a year. So clearly you put in a few and then figured out, wait a minute, nobody's doing this. Yes. Yeah, so actually to, to answer your initial question, yeah. I've had people I filmed their wedding when I was like 15. So yeah. the quality is of a 15 year old and our weddings that we did like three, four years ago, I would see them at family parties. They're like, Hey, can, can you like reshoot our wedding? Cause you guys are so much better now. I'm like, well, yeah. And and it's like, so can you I reshoot always, a wedding? I mean, <laughs> I mean, technically, I mean, they were like, I wish we got married later, you know, um, like, Hey, why do you guys out, just have another party? I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, now that we're out of weddings, I, I use that same mentality of, you know, to every business owner and person out there, it's like, what can you do that no one else is doing? Like let's, it's actually very it's actually a very simple concept. Where mm -hmm. can you go? Where can you network? Who can you call that er that, that people think that's not going to, that that's, that's not going to pan out. Well, and that's or where, uh, what I'm getting out of all that is that you did figure out, okay, I don't need to necessarily recreate the wheel. Wedding, wedding photographers and videographers is, is it can be a successful business, mm -hmm. But what you have to do is there are plenty of them. There is competition. So what you just hinted at that I want to make sure the listeners get out of this is the power of niching. Like, or if you want to just call it niche, 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 whatever your vernacular prefers, that's where you guys came in. You're like, wait a minute. How am I going to make us stand out? How are we going to lead the pack? So that's where it's like, okay, this is a proven business model. I'm seeing people succeed with it, but I can do it better. Yeah. And, and, and. And it became, it went from, I can do it better to we can do it better. Right. Cause you can't do everything yourself forever. <laughs> no. And I had to surround myself. It's so funny. Most, I mean, just to be, just to be transparent, there were times when I was making more income when it was just myself. Hmm. 
But in order to sustain, scale, grow, keyword sustain, you have to bring on people that that can work with you when you can't, or when I'm at an expo, they can pick up the phone. Just it's an niching, um, is it niching or niching? I guess it depends on you. I, that's why I joked around. It's your, I hear people say niche. I have people say niche. I'm like, you know what? It's the same thing. So it's like, yeah, it's like, I think niche, I, niche sounds more exotic and flared. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's like when I first started, it was, we tried to be number one to everything. But it's literally impossible. Our goal now is to be number one in one thing, and that is the corporate marketing realm. That is the storytelling, authentic videos that no one else can do. So let's After- let, let's pause on that. You obviously built the foundation on weddings, right? So mm-hmm. great job, niched yourself out, figured out that sitting that bride down, unscripted, it, it, it really separated you guys out, which I'm telling you, literally, I've seen some, you know, wedding videos i i don't like sitting down and watching a slideshow or (laughs) somebody's video but that's kind of why like i have a video being made now and i don't want it to be long as hell like less Mm -hmm. than less than five minutes uh more than two and it's just gonna be chunks of stills and snippets from the gopros and stuff because we had an adventure wedding like it was heli skiing so it's like i told the guy i'm like listen i know you can't actually do this but if you could take my content because he wasn't there so I was like, mm. dude, just cause like it's, I'm not going to pay a dude. I'm not, I'm not going to pay a dude to fly in a helicopter with me if he can't ski. Like, <laughs> so that stuff was all us. But I was like, dude, if you can make like a Red Bull themed wedding. So have the balance of romance with the beauty of the Canadian Rockies, make it skiing. And it might earn some cred from the Red Bull or from, or from the Red Bull world. Cool. That's awesome. So that's what he's doing. So, um, but I wanted something to stand out. I want to be something fun that people want to watch. Now, traditionally, he shoots he shoots weddings out in Lake Tahoe, like you used to do. He right. doesn't have a team. He does it every by himself. He occasionally brings in a friend to help him if it's a bigger video a wedding. And then he does all the video editing himself too. So again, he's probably where you were. And as mm-hmm. he continues to grow his brand, he'll grow bigger. Uh, mm-hmm. And the only reason why I hired him is because he's the cousin of my friend who married us because uh, she grew up ski racing out there and okay. I had her marry. I, I had her get internationally ordained. So okay. uh, yeah. that way I could have somebody cool and fun marry us. So yeah. And <laughs> but, I, yeah. Yeah. No, no. And, and, and I think I, I haven't said this yet on this um, podcast, but like what can someone listening do in their control that they can start right now, literally right now to do what everyone else isn't doing. And to be honest, I honestly believe work ethic beats talent. Hmm. Like work the the amount of like literally someone that works eighty hour work weeks but's not as skilled in the certain field versus for for someone that is skilled and works forty that person will eventually beat them and that's what happened. That's why we were able to scale from 2015, 16, 17, 18. Like I still put in 70, 80 hour work weeks because what it like. How can you not do that when you're scaling something like True. this, this whole nine to five thing just honestly doesn't exist if you want to truly get ahead. I mean, it's, I get very passionate about this. Trevor, it's wait like, a minute. Entrepreneurship is not 30, 30 hours a week. I thought I'm going to work less and make more money. Oh God. No, <laughs> it cracks me up when my, when, when I was first really starting full time in 2015, my friends would be like, oh, you must be rolling in it. You must be rolling it. And it's like, we made 
no money the first two years. We put everything back in. I still have this $1,000 DVD printer in our in our office. Our first $1,000, we literally put it towards that. Yeah. And that's what people don't really under. And they're like, well, how did you live? I'm like, well, I got side gigs. I I mean, you just, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't go to Vegas. Like people yeah. did. It's like, I think this whole, it's, I get very passionate about this. It's like, I think people become so entitled and I don't know where the heck it came from. And maybe that's too rough for this podcast. No, but I, I, I like mean, it. Like people no need, one, people need a, yeah. a dose of reality. I needed it. I, I started a side hustle years ago and wanted that to free me of my corporate gigs and, and uh, it was, I, had, I had left the corporate world, you know, corporate filming, and I left it. But um, it's, uh, mm -hmm. but I, I became, a, you know, a hotshot wildland firefighter out west with the federal government. I went on an adventure career for two years. It it humbled me. It it showed me that it doesn't matter what my degree is and all my corporate background. And I made a hell of a lot more money doing that shit. But I was mm -hmm. like, firefighting was like, uh, put your head down. Uh, the the tagline in that profession was asses and elbows is how you get it done. So we don't want to hear you. You just take that tool, you go dig in the dirt, and then at the end of the day, we have a couple of miles of fire line around that wildfire, and and then you then you get a kudos, maybe. <laughs> Love that. Right? But those were 16-hour yeah. days. 16-hour days. So I didn't exactly leave the corporate world, apparently, to make it easier on myself. Uh, but I, I, it was a very humbling experience. Mm -hmm. But you had to bust your ass. And that's what you're hinting at here, is that it's going to take time. And when I came back... I didn't, I was like, oh, I'm gonna start the side hustle. I don't wanna go back to the corporate world. I thought that I, you know, I, I, I put in the time. I even served my country and, and the public. Like anybody should be able to hire me. And I got a little entitled a little bit. And I needed to get the world, the universe kind of smacked me around. But it's like, sorry, bro. Like you wanna build a side hustle, you gotta put in the time, put in the work, and you're gonna make mistakes and you gotta figure it out. Yeah. And it's just about, it's just about taking risks that no one else is willing to take such as the AdWords thing, such as hiring a staff, such as like, it's like the guy that filmed for you. Yeah. If, if, if he just stays himself for the next 10 years, it, 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 I mean, I, I don't want to speak for him. Let me no. go back. But if he brought in an assistant twice a week, that's it. Well, now look, we to be truthfully transparent, he, I think he actually is like, oh, he texted me back to one day because he's still getting off the ground. And he's mm. like, uh, and I, I texted his cousin, my friend, and I was like, yo, where's your guy? Like, I can't get a hold of him. She's like, oh, he's probably at work. I'm like, what work? And she's like, oh, well, he, he works at Trader Joe's, so he gets benefits. And I was like, oh, okay. So he's still putting in the hustle. Love that hustle. No, right? you got to love that. And then running his video business, wedding video business, basically nights and weekends? I don't know. Like, I'm like, okay. Well, yes, exactly. It's nights, weekends. See, that's the kind of hustle that because because of that story now I now I want to meet him. He's not whining, he's not complaining, nope. he's saying crap. I gotta go work somewhere out, make X amount an hour, plus I gotta do this on like I love like I love that yeah. stuff. Well it's funny because he's totally like normally he only edits what he shot. Well he didn't shoot our wedding. Like he he's living in Lake Tahoe and our wedding was in Canada. And I was like, no dude, I just want you to edit my content. Like I I, not, I need somebody who understands skiing. I knew he understood skiing. His cousins what, grew up ski racing. Cool. I just want you, and I, I, I asked him, like, you don't have to do it. You don't have to accept it. But I was like, I think it would be a fun project. And he's like, no, this sounds awesome. Nobody's ever asked for that kind of wedding video. So he's like, I would love to have fun with it. And he did it. 
And by the way, he did not charge me enough. So like when he gets, so I, I he 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 rushed it to get it done for our after wedding party we just had last month for my my family locally here in Pennsylvania. So we had an after party for people who didn't want to go skiing in the mountains of Canada. Um, and so he's like, I was like, dude, just give me something that I could put on the flat screens at the wedding venue so people could see the fun we had. And then whatever I see is missing, I'll give you the tweaks and you can redo it. So he still hasn't sent it back to me yet. So I just messaged him a few days ago. And he's like, dude, I'm sorry, but he's like, I just did like four weddings. And I told him, I'm like, bro, like, it's cool. Like, you already gave me what I needed for the party. I don't care when the wedding video is done now. Like, you're doing this in your free time. And I also know that you're in the busy wedding season. So yeah, it's all good. I love yeah. the hustle. He's just like, just give me another week and I'll go ahead and get that, that those last couple of edits added. And I'm like, cool. Like, I, I don't want to rush you, man. Like, I'm just, I just wanted to check in. So I was yeah. trying to teach him. I'm like, I'm a, I'm a guy who stays on top of communication. So like, if you're in the busy wedding season, which I knew you were, just say, hey man, just letting you know, it's still on my docket. I got four weddings over the next two weeks. You know, uh, here's the timeline. And that's, that's a lesson that I think he's about to learn or he hasn't learned yet is, I know you have a full-time job. I know you're doing this as a side hustle. I know you're in the wedding season. I'm totally chill. I'm just trying to like subliminally pass on like, yo, just stay on top of your communication, man. And you'll, you'll level up your professionalism. So, so that, that's great. We learned that the hard way. Right? <laughs> um, we have a list of, we've probably done over 400 weddings back in the day. Wow. And a list of six names that's on a post-it note on, on my wall that I still have up. We, where we learned, we, 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 we needed to learn from what, from what, from what happened. And I say that because I think a lot of people just keep your clients updated. It's actually a very, it's, it's just, Hey, you know what? Text, email, I'm, quick I'm phone call. Back. Yeah. Like, Hey, I'm pushed back by a week. I'm going to be late by seven days. I will get it to you by August 1st at 2 PM. Mm -hmm. Most people will be like, you're all good. But what most people do, cause they don't have the experience is they fall silent and they don't write back. And then they feel guilty. And then they they have like that fear of like, oh, what? Oh, God, I don't know if I call him. He might be pissed. I'm like, no, dude. Like, no, no, no. Just, <laughs> just, let, just let people know what we have implemented. We have a weekly email that goes out to all of our people that we work with. Hey, Tim, working on your video. We're still on track to meet the 15th. Or very, very rare that this happens. Hey, Tim, you know what? I'm really sorry. We're, we're going to be pushed back by a week. You'll get it by August 1st. Because of our delay, we're going to throw in an extra 30 second video. There you go. You're now, adding value. Now, Tim's actually, oh, I got a free, I was fine. So it's like just, it's very important that I'm happy that you brought that up. Is I think a lot of people that are starting out, they're afraid to be vulnerable or be like, hey, I'm on vacation with my mom. I've been seeing her in a year. I'm going to get that done in like a month. Yeah. Most people be like, oh my God, have fun. Just be, just be upfront with people. Well, and I set the stage for him. Like after the event, I said, because the wedding was St. Patrick's Day. So we still had another week of travel and more skiing around it in British Columbia. And then we came back and I, I updated, I was like, dude, are you still in? And he said, yeah. I'm like, okay. So this is end of March, beginning of April. And I said, all right, I'm going to upload everything to my Google Drive. I got a terabyte of space. I'll condense everything into one. Our hashtag for the wedding was Heli Yes, so H E L I for helicopters. So it's yeah. like, all right, you're you're gonna get you're gonna get a share email notification from Heli Yes. You get full access, 
I already, I, I, I even sorted everything. I had like, okay, this is the photos from the professional photographer who actually skied with us. Here's the videos from the actual heli skiing place because they video, they shot some videos of us. So I was like, sweet, here, you can use all this content. Um, I had people, I gave share links to people, so people were uploading stuff from their iPhones. I probably gave him more than enough content. But yeah. the, the point of the story is that I said, listen, the only thing I care about is that you give me like a two-minute trailer, just two minutes, just throw a bunch of cool shit together and so I can just play it for the Pennsylvania wedding after party in June. So I was like, you got two minutes, two months just, and I, it doesn't have to be final. I was like, just give me something and I'll just stick it on a loop link and just loop it because we're going to be partying and drinking and, and like talking. It's just going to be there in the background for people to watch. That's it. And I had to follow up with him. He finally got to me like three days before the party. <laughs> So I wasn't pissed, but I was like, dude, I was like, I gave you so many easy outs. Like, I just need something. It doesn't be perfect. He said, no, I want it to be perfect. I'm like, no, that's the point because I haven't seen it yet. So I guarantee I'm going to tweak it. So I don't want you to waste your time. (laughs) And that's the one thing you mentioned perfection Mm. at the start of the show. That's something I really struggled with when I first scaled. I'm like, how do we not make every single video this Hollywood A-plus production? And I had a partner with me for like two or three years and he would say hey if the client likes it we like it we move on yeah and i should clarify he did great work and i totally loved it but i also i was trying to save him some work because i knew he was getting into the busy wedding season i'm like i don't want you killing yourself it's all good bro just give me two minutes of it and we'll do something nicer later (laughs) yeah and it's it's i think some other advice for people listening is like most of the time your clients your version of perfection is way higher than their version Mm -hmm. so so it's like send them as you said like people just want what they pay like i'm trying to wrap my thoughts here but in order to scale you can't have your idea of perfection it's what your clients view as perfection it's Mm. so like there are films that we that we that we love that the client's like, oh, you missed this. And there are films that we're like, ah, oh, we like it. And the client calls us crying. Oh my God, this is gonna help me grow my business. I love you guys. So it's perfection in in order to truly scale a business like we have from my mom's kitchen at 13 to myself at 15 to now a national team with full-time staff uh, this year, is I had to actually stop wanting this idea of perfection and just getting the clients what they want, Hmm. which is just a bomb video that's going to help them grow. That's really all, that's really all they want. So once they like it, check it off. Well, because that's, that's literally what you are doing. We, we, the full, full circle is back to the beginning of the show. You obviously hinted at the importance of storytelling, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, the importance of transparency, uh, being vulnerable, like willing to make the mistakes and also get coached on it and learn from these things, right? Uh, What I just got from you actually is actually the active listening skills of really actually paying attention and listening to your client or your, it might not be your client. People hearing this might not have their side hustle yet. Maybe it's just Mm -hmm. like, okay, just listen to people better because I gave that guy, I gave him many outs. And again, he's awesome. He's doing a great job. I'm like, Dude, I'm trying to make your life easy, man. I'm like your and, I'm like your easiest customer ever. Yeah, and I have a um, I have a mentor. Shout out to Vaughn Sigmund. I was not paid for this 
ad. So not, so not, so like not an ad. Is he but like a big not, film, like a coach guy? No, he's, he's actually part of the uh, advisory board. It's a group of um, CEOs that get mentored and, um, and they network and they meet hmm. once a month. And we talk about problems. Like growth. Tony Vaughn Sigler or? Uh, Vaughn Sigmund. Oh, Sigmund. Oh. Yeah. With the uh, advisory board. Um, and going back to authenticity here, I forgot to where my point was going um, with that, which is very funny. So my bad. Yeah. I just, no, I just no, yeah. uh, um, oh yeah. So being, being vulnerable, just admitting whether it's with your team, whether it's with a client, like guys, we miss deadlines. You guys will too. The worst thing you could do is let that deadline pass. Call them. Please don't email. Yeah. Call. Hey, Mary, how are you? Oh, you're good. Hey, if I can be honest with you, I honestly forgot about our deadline. Yeah. I have until Friday. Well, because honestly, unless it's an event situation where you yeah. actually have a hard date. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. So it's just about, it's getting in front. And it's funny you brought this up because I forgot how much of a struggle this was to me. And I, I, in my spare time, I actually read bad Yelps. It's actually very funny. I'll, I'll go on and I'll, and I'll, and I just, the one thing, and actually this is very, I'm so happy I thought of this. I literally spend my spare time going on Yelp accounts of film teams and of just businesses hmm. that have one star, like horrendous ratings. Almost every complaint. Communication. Is they didn't just, they didn't just respond. Yeah. Well, it's like, and, all right, it's like a, all right, let, let's make this simpler. Yeah. <sighs> have you had great versus bad restaurant experiences? We all have. Of and course. It's, it's yeah. usually communication. Like mm -hmm. if I've sat, if you sat me and I haven't seen my server in five minutes, like the host has sat me, all you got to do is stop by and just say, Hey, I'm actually going to be your server. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm just in the middle of this. I was like, I'm going to grab you some waters, be back and give you a proper introduction. I'm like, cool. Yeah. I just want to know somebody's coming. There, yeah. There's phase one. And and usually yeah. it spirals worse than that. <laughs> yeah, it's funny you mentioned restaurant. I want to try and sum this story up because yeah. I love this story. People don't remember good experiences. We remember great. Mm -hmm. Where if it's your birthday, the whole restaurant clapped. They brought out a cake that they didn't charge you for. Now you're social mediaing it. Yep. Now you want to come back. It's these great experiences. And there's this restaurant here in Long Beach called Lola's. And I want to remember this woman's name. But, you know, most most restaurants, like we are all about the customer um, experience here, right? Everybody should be. Smile. Yeah, it's like it's in this day and age, what you give your client in experience actually, in my mind, trumps yeah. the actual product that you send to them. If you over deliver. Granted, mm -hmm. you, you might have second guesses and thoughts. That's what I'm getting from you right now. It's like, oh, well, I, I'm all my thing. I'm like, well, if I over-deliver, I should be making more money off of that. But it's like if you over-deliver this time, they will most likely either rehire you or most likely send you another client potential because they're just so wowed by that experience. And the thing I want people to, to, to realize that I get very passionate about, let's say your average revenue um, is $1,000, right? Let's mm -hmm. just say $1,000, Okay. Would you rather get $1,000 from that person one time or would you rather get 10000 from them from them over the next 10 years? Mm -hmm. So it's it's this loyalty thing. Like a lot of our clients spend about 10000 with us to create this brand video that's really going to drive sales and et cetera, et cetera. 
So when I get that, I'm like, oh, I'm so happy. Thank you. Can't wait to make this for you. I am already thinking, how can I get a hundred thousand from them over the next 10 years? Yeah. So it's that loyalty. We know people's birthday when they walk in, like if you came into our office, your name would be on the board. Welcome. It would be a disco ball. <laughs> if I say you like hiking or bike riding or mountain biking. Oh yeah. Everything. All the above. Mountain biking, we might have like, I, I might've gone to the store and got you like a little mountain bike mug. Yeah. Right. It's like now personalize that experience. Yeah. So every time we get a client and or a really good lead, I spend the money to send them a mug because every morning when they wake up event corporate filming, Oh, well, I don't need them now. Mm -hmm. That's the key. When most people say no, it's just a no. Now it's not no forever. Yeah. And this is stuff that I, I actually want to, because I had to learn the hard way. So I want people to listen to be like, <laughs> just because someone says no, boomerang that. There's this great. No just means not right uh, now. This it is means not right now. I be, I have over 20 years of sales experience. So I, I train people no. on this. And it's like, guys, yeah. people, this, you and I were joking around this earlier about entrepreneurship. People like want to like launch the company and it's successful. And it's like, like you were, you were talk, joking around earlier, like, no, dude, like I didn't pay myself for a while because I was building a foundation. I was building a team. Uh, I was like, yeah, I'm paying people, so I can't pay myself a lot right now. And that's not yeah. that's usually temporary because you have to build the system to the point mm -hmm. where it's sustainable. And then you have to figure out, oh, wait a minute, what's my time freedom worth? Because now you can be with your family or be with your kids yeah. or your wife or travel more because you've built the system. You built the team. Mm -hmm. uh, but back to sales, it's like, guys, like, uh, the, uh, the, the bigger the sale, the more following up you got to do because you might like that. My client does, um, she's a sales representation firm for the HVAC space. And there's, there's, okay. there's manufacturers that she represents, uh, that one of their products might be $10. There's another product that might be $50,000. So it just depends on the manufacturers and what they're niched in. Uh, but so to convert, a distribution company to buy one of those product lines that I basically help represent with them. And it's like, well, it might take two years to eventually convert. But this other product line, I might be able to convert them in 90 days. It just depends. So you, it, that the whole point of the follow process, it's calls. It might be a text. That's not really common, but emails, calls, and face-to-face and -face visits. And you just keep going until you so, build that relationship. Let me actually go on, go further down that path. Sweet. Let's go. <laughs> Every salesperson. So when someone reaches out to corporate filming, they're looking for films. I would be naive to think that they're only calling us. That's literally. And I think people think that oh, everybody shops. I, Come on. <laughs> everybody shops. So what is everyone else going to do? They're going to call maybe twice and they're going to email maybe twice. And they're going to say, Oh, too bad. Mm-hmm. Us, what our team does, and I get so uh, passionate about this because I'm completely self-taught. I've never taken a sales marketing business course. And I say that because I had to learn the hard way and to just be in the weeds, which mm -hmm. is how you learn, which is how you really learn. We send them within three days, we send them a handwritten thank you card. Plus on the first call at the very end, I ask, I kind of weave it in there. Hey, what's your favorite candy? And I go on Amazon Prime and I prime them their favorite candy. Hey, little dropship. Yeah. And another secret I do, which I love, 
is if I find out someone's sick, I will mail them an emergency packet and be like, get well soon. Can't wait to talk. There you go. And I'm not saying this to toot our horn. I'm saying who the hell is going to do? No one's going to do that. It's the personal touch. And yeah. it's going that extra mile because, like, if you want their business, if you—that's the other thing—you don't do. You might not do this with every lead, right? Uh, no. I, I know we're getting very businessy, ladies and gentlemen. But this goes to life. This could you could you could tie this back to dating if you wanted to. I don't care. This is yes, this is yes, relationship yes. building one hundred and one. If you see the value in investing further, then put in the effort. That's like these swipe right, swipe left. I never used it. I'm sorry. I mean, maybe that makes me sound old school, but. My now wife, uh, uh, as of three months ago, well, maybe going on four, she's five years younger than me. So, and she broke up with me after almost one year of dating. So I had to win her back. There was no, I, I actually did. My bed, my buddy made me go on the swipe right, swipe left app. And I sat there and I'm like, this is the dumbest shit ever. I was like, you're not building a relationship. You're poking and swiping. And uh, this is not, no, like put in the effort. Like I had to, do some self work. I had to build up. I had to keep following up with her. I had to make sure I was almost at a point where I was probably looking like a little bit of a stalker. Uh, but I, I, you know, I kept my distance. I want, you know, I'm with this, I, I realized that I was making a mistake. My head was up my butt. I wasn't being vulnerable. I wasn't being transparent. I've been on other yeah. podcasts talking about this, but let's tie this back in mm-hmm. is you have to build a relationship. So yeah. I had to prove to her that I was willing to put in the work, you know, and I had to do things different than what I did that first year. Because yeah. when I finally won her back, she said, listen, we are not going to remember that first year. That doesn't count. We need to start with a whole new slate because she saw that I was doing things differently and I was yeah. following up and I was doing things. like I literally gave her these little love cards saying IOUs and I personalized them just like you guys. I, I, lands- I, I laminated them and I said, here. I owe you this because I didn't do any of this when I was dating. So you can pull this out whenever you want. Each one of these were something different. Like it could have been like because she had just bought a house when we were dating. It could be cleaning her gutters, whatever. I was giving her little things that your significant other would be doing if you were in a long-term relationship. Like I really got into the psychological weeds on this man, and she still has them. She still has them. She kept them. Yep, and it's so. the same thing. With, the same thing with dating. It's like, what is every other first date going to be? It's going to be some restaurant. And that's it. Yeah. A, a, a wine and dinner. What's, I, pardon the ladies and gentlemen, but like, we, we don't edit anything. Like, what does wine, wine and dinner get you anymore? It doesn't even get you laid. Well, no, you're building a relationship. Like, dude, sorry. Wine, dinner, <laughs> and what? Maybe a midnight bike ride. Yeah. Maybe a dinner. Do something maybe take, different. Maybe take her, her or him to the zoo. There you go. Like, so just once again, it go, business, dating, friendship. If, if you do what everyone else is doing, you're going to look like everybody else. Yeah. And I feel like that's the, that's the thing I try and get across the most because I wish I could only imagine where our business would be if I had this mentality five but years I, ago. I'm taking this full circle back to what you said earlier in the show. It's like, obviously, fast forward later in your business. You knew by the end of your wedding c- career before you guys went corporate that, wait a minute. I'm going to sit the bride down or sit the groom down. I'm going to get real with them. I want them unscripted to talk into that camera. So it forces them to get uncomfortable. This goes back to, again, vulnerability, transparency, being honest. This goes into the dating process, not just the wedding process. This goes into business 101. It's like you you can't get people to get that transparent and vulnerable until you've built a relationship. There's relationships with my client's company that 
I've helped make her thousands of dollars. But those relationships are actually mine. She will actually pay me to go and continue meet with those people to do the business development because they don't know her. Like the one yeah. dude, he 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 doesn't even make decisions for the company, but he's like the head of their technical advisory committee. He and I yeah. just talk about weight loss, fitness, uh, triathlon training. He now he now emails me uh, for biking tips, and then the next time up there at their headquarters in New York, and like I will purposely have an extra half an hour set aside where after I'm done with the big meeting, we either meet before or after. Like, oh, you're gonna stop by and see Ed's office? I'm like, yeah, yeah. He was saying that he can't wait to talk to you more about his triathlon or whatever. So these guys, like, I'm walking through, like, hey guys, hi guys. Like, I know all the CEOs in the company. <laughs> I, and, and it took me though five that- years to build that relationship. Yeah, Five years. It's it's funny, kind of going back to the business realm. I used to be like, this is something I just started doing two years ago. I would send, and this could go back. This could this could go back to dating, also, right? Yeah. If every email is, "Hey, can I buy? Do you want to buy a video from me? Hey, can we go on that date? Hey, can we go on that date? Why not take fifty steps back and be like, "What hey, can you give? Hey, thinking of you, or." Mm-hmm. Hey, Tim, I know that you're from Santa Barbara. I'm passing by. Just thought of you and your business, period. And have no end game to it. Mm-hmm. And that is what, even saying out loud, I could do this better myself. You, you know? know what you're just sharing right now? And by the way, you're good on time, right? Because we're going past our time slot, but I'm cool. Um, uh, yeah, I'm yeah. good. I wasn't sure if you had another show but backed up behind us. I'm good. So... I, I've shared this because I don't care. I, I don't hide anything anymore. When we when she broke up with me, I, I took all my professional development energy and put it into trying to figure out how I screwed that up. Because I was like, it takes two to tango, right? So I, I chose to say take a path and say, let me take accountability for me. I might not win her. I might not. Maybe I'm not meant to be with her. But I got to at least hack this and figure this out. So I bought yeah. one of these silly programs uh, while I was digging deep into the development. I'm like, let me find some tactics, so it was literally called text your ex back. <laughs> Wait, this is that Matthew guy? I don't know. I've, I, this oh, is, okay. I, I, it's stored on my Google Drive. I still have it on my Google Drive okay, somewhere. Okay. I, I actually I stored it under a folder called uh, psychology in case she was ever on the drive. And I showed her since then. I'm like, look, this is the stuff that I actually spent money on for you. <laughs> but, I love that. I see, but, but no other person. But what you just said. But, but what you just yeah. said was one of the techniques. They said, listen, one of the psychological triggers is – you don't want them to remember the negative. You want to remember the positive. So think about things you did together and then yep. don't ask for anything. Just say, hey, I was thinking it could be weeks since you communicated. Hey, you know what? I was just on a mountain bike ride the other day and I was thinking of you. And then one of the triggers was they said, ask her like, hey, what was that great restaurant that you had recommended you and I went to and it had the amazing waiter and blah, blah. So you get her to think, right? She's rewinding back to that great night. She's not thinking yep. about the bad night. She's thinking about the great night. And then if she responds, you know, she's like, oh, yeah, it was such and such place. But like, oh, well, it'd be, you know, thanks again, um, which, by the way, psychologically, then you got her thinking, oh, wait a minute, is he going on another date with somebody else? Like, it was a whole, it was a whole work. I know exactly what, <laughs> you did the right move. That's a great move. But I was I'm like, just- dude, I mean, that kind of stuff was working. I mean, clearly I got her back. Um, but I just it's, had to share that. <laughs> no, no, it's envisioning. And I mean, I'm, I, it relates back to dating or life or business. It's like having your client, having the person you want to date, envision what their, how much better their life can be if they choose you. Because they're only remembering the negative experiences during the breakup. You need to remind them of the good experiences. 
and as I'm li- listening to you right now, I, I, I'm geeking out. Um, I'm literally <laughs> picturing you guys thriving on this because I'm picturing that trigger that I did then forces her to replay that snippet of the film in her head, right? So that it's like filmmaking, but virtually in your brain. <laughs> like, do you guys use that type of stuff in the business world too? Oh yeah. So in how, in like, in like how I sell, let's say they go, Oh, so if someone calls me, Hey, we're looking for a film or we're looking for a video. Me three years ago, I would have rambled up. Oh, we do videos. Da, 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 da. My first question is, so tell me, so what are you looking for in a, in a video? Hmm. They tell me quality. Okay. So quality, so quality is important. Okay. Um, so what made you call me? Oh, my last video guy screwed me. Okay. So walk me through what did he or she do? So then I'm kind of flipping your thing. They're walking through the bad times. Right. Mm -hmm. And then I say, awesome. So what would, so what would it mean if we could actually, uh, I'm, I, authenticity, I lost my point, but the point was then I, then I switched the question and I say, so what are you looking for in a good video team? Oh, on time, on budget. And now they give you everything that you got to sell on. (laughs) And now they, and oh, we're trying to sell more of our product. Oh, awesome. So what, how would your prop or how would your top line revenue change if we were able to just sell you, sell one more of your product? Mm -hmm. And if their product is worth a hundred thousand dollars because they sell jet fuel, which I mean, our video pales in comparison to the ROI of what, so it's, I kind of lost my point there, but that just imagining, even when I hire people on giving them a future of, Hey, you're at the ground level. I need people with your talent to help us grow because we're going to be worldwide in just five years. So now they're just like, they yeah, you, you give them the vision and it, it, vision. That, that's yeah. what I got from you with that, that, that little snare. You just, for me anyway, you said you lost your train of thought, but I was already tracking with you. I was like, you know what you got, you got that CEIO or whoever mm-hmm. they are. Um, C-suite officer thinking, Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. That last video guy or girl, um, they didn't give me that. They give me that. And you know what? These are the things I was looking for, but nobody actually brought them out. And that's sales 101. I mean, it's, I mean, not, you got to build the relationship enough to get them to give you the fuel for the fire. You can't keep just pushing your, well, this, I'm great at this, this is, no, no, no. What do they want? And then, yeah, you know, you know what to answer it with. I've literally done this. I, I'm a talker. Yes. My friends, my family, my team, I'm a rambler. When, I'm on a sales call. I'm not lying to you. I sometimes have to go like, and I'm not on a video chat. If, if like, if like it's a phone call, I literally go, yeah, because I want to rave about how great we are, but they don't really give a crap how great we are. We're all they want to know. And it's one of the best questions, one of the best sales things I've learned for anyone out there in that realm, which I just started doing this literally a year ago, is asking the question back. Hmm. Oh, you're looking for a great video. Okay. So, or you're looking for video. Awesome. So what are you looking for in a film? Or if you're trying to date someone, Oh, I'm looking for a boyfriend. What, so what are you looking for in a, in a, in a, in a boyfriend? It's it just, it's, and then they tell you. So now, Oh, somebody that it goes on romantic dates. So, so where 
really like to go on a run. Like yeah. it's it's actually very it seems conniving, but it's actually it's not conniving. This uh, is basic, not, and this is why I yeah. geek out about psychology because I only minored in it when I when I went I went back to school as an adult student before I left to go do firefighting. So I was studying on, on nights and weekends, thinking that I needed a degree to complete myself. I mean, fast forward, entrepreneurially degrees don't really do that for you. Um, but <laughs> I've talked about it. That's a whole different podcast. The point yeah. here is that what you're hinting on here is that I had to learn the same thing. Like you had to learn, like you got to figure this out, but I love, I love geeking out about psych because that's all we're talking about. It's learning how it's reminding ourselves that we have to figure out how communications are happening human to human. And, I, and this is actually one of the crutches that have been developed from technology is that you got to get back to the old school stuff, dude. I mean, if you're doing it over a phone or doing it over a video like you and I are doing, you, you still got the same techniques. You have to ask questions. So many of us like sell, 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 sell. They think, they, and you think you're a sales professional. I'm like, no, 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 no. Part of sales is that two-way conversation. Ask the questions, yeah. you know? Yeah, and, and something that anyone, you know, any sales people out there, you need a sales tracking software, whether it's CRM, whether it's yeah. HubSpot, whether it's Zoho. Yeah, my client uses Salesforce. It's a big one. Yeah, it's like anytime, like we're just on a call with uh, one of our largest clients, uh, um, uh, American Heart, where we do all their live streaming and brand videos. And I found out this woman has two kids. Ooh, are they on your, I'm going to do some screen sharing again. Are they on your, um, I don't know what you want to call this page. It's like all case yeah. studies. Yep, we're redoing the our website. Yeah. Um, but they were there. It's so funny. Right, they were there. The so actually, if you play the one login video, if you scroll down on the left, keep going, keep going, keep going. Right there, the one with the high five on the bottom left. Oh. Yep. Wait. Uh, the high five. Uh, yep. Oh, this scroll one. Up. Yep. Okay. So if you want to play Let it. Let me play that. I, you're not going to hear the song. We are wrapping. Okay. But the audio will stream through to the listeners. Hasn't been working with Okay. This has been absolutely amazing. Right. You guys have felt so passionate about our company, like just how we I'll feel it, at one login. And I like so this. it just felt so easy and so flexible and so dynamic with you guys. It's envisioning. It's great working with you. What would you tell right. our client that she like, was very happy with us? I think the fact about how collaborative you guys are. It's so easy to work with you. And I think that was for our, at least from our first call. Keyword, she said easy. So easy to work with you. you guys a lot more yep. So, it felt so easy this to video work is one of my all-time favorites. Let me mute this. I'll let it finish playing. Keep going. So this is one of my all-time favorite videos. This is what I mean about envisioning. Right? With the with the high five. We do that with every client. It's exactly how you're how you're laughing, right? Now, I'm humanized. Now, yeah. it's authentic. It, it honestly goes back to I'm so happy the world's changing where everyone used to be corporate black and white the world had their set ways and now the world's totally changing where it's just be yourself and once again it's all about standing out so it's like with dating with business when someone watches that they are now env en envisioning what it could be like to work with us when I've done my research no other film team does videos like that and I can tell you ladies and gentlemen I mean, not just to sell for you, but in general, video is powerful, right? This is why I do video for like, honestly, to be transparent, like, uh, Trevor's traveling right now. And, and where are you at, by the way, we didn't even ask you, like, I am in long beach right now. Nice. I'm, actually at my, I'm actually at my, uh, at my home. Okay. I gave my team off. Okay. So there you go. Like, like Trevor, Trevor is so committed on a 4th of July weekend. He he's chatting with us from his house. Cause you know, it's a vacation weekend for a lot of people. But the point here is that, um, 
what I was going with was the fact that there's that transparency, right? Like he's hanging at his house. He's not at the professional office with the professional microphones, video cameras, and all the cool stuff. You, I think you joked around. Like I think you have a professional backdrop and all this stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. But back to my point here is that with video, you can't beat that. Like he, not every podcast does video. I'm doing video, and it's not it's not out tracking audio yet in the podcasting world, but I know it's going this way because I've been doing yeah. it for three years. I go to podcast conferences every year. I speak at podcast conferences and I'm a marketer. Video is true evergreen, like legit. You can chunk it out later. You can repurpose it and you can't yeah. beat what you just done here. You can't beat a video testimonial. I tell people all the time, like just get any kind of testimonials on your website, but if you can get video, holy crap, because then you you can repurpose that on YouTube. You can stick it on Facebook. You can leave it on your website. A- am I wrong on this? Where, where are you at, Trevor? <laughs> this is where I get so passionate is imagine if this was only a podcast audio. People would not see your happy face, my happy face, me being passionate. Yeah, it's, us it, drinking coffee. Like you were drinking that. Us, that's the, you got the uh, little Starbucks cup there. So. Us drinking coffee. Well, I'm thinking, you're, when, I'm thinking that your thing is taking your angle when you're talking. But if it's both of us, you guys are seeing both of us drink water yeah. and coffee. With, uh, <laughs> uh, well, but, here you go. I, like, I got both. I got, you know, I got, yeah. I got a logoed up gear. So you got to rock it. So. <laughs> yeah. But no, it's just the, 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 the power of video. It just humanizes people. Part, part, part of the reason why sales don't go through is because the consumer doesn't trust you. And why should they? You're just an e- you're just an email address. Mm-hmm. Like why, like why should they trust you? So why not put your people first, your passion first, a customer testimonial? No one cares what you or I think about us. They care about what someone else thinks about us. Because they because that, that that puts them right into that person's shoes. It's like, wait a minute, I'm the client. Well, what's that client think? There you and, go. And it comes down to dating, video, business. Will I? Excuse me, a different form of form of uh, words. There. Will I get screwed over? Yeah. Will I? Like that's people's fear is if I pay this person because everybody has a boss. Yeah. So will my boss be mad that I invested this money if they messed up? So show them you're real. Show them you're different. The behind the scenes video was once again. I put budget for every project towards literally a film crew to film for the client and a film crew to film us filming the client. Nice. It's, it's just now they see Trevor and my team working hard up early, hugging the client. No one else does that. Yeah. So, and I get very passionate about this. Yeah. Well, and, and marketing one-on-one here, what they don't realize unless you tell them this is that, well, uh, thank you for letting me shoot behind the scenes for my company while we shoot for you. But the beauty of this is then I put this content on my site and we're tagging you guys. So yeah, there's the beauty of Google, right? Cross pollination. So yeah. I would be love. I would love to honor you and show your testimony on my site if you sign off on it. But also yeah. now my site is talking about your site and your content. Yeah. So we're sending traffic back and forth. So you're you're actually increasing another point of exposure for somebody's brand. So you're yeah. actually helping them from a marketing standpoint, no matter how you look at it. So, yeah, just to kind of wrap on that thought about the power of of, of a video, it's just <laughs> no one is watching your 10 minute video. I mean, the world is what corporate filming does. I'm so proud of our team. These digestible 60 second about us videos, customer testimonial videos, really content that makes your consumer stop, mm-hmm. play. And just 
listen and just listen. And so they get a glimpse of what their life can be, how their business can grow if they choose to go with your product because attention, no one is reading your 30 page about us page. No one is reading your 30 page blog post. I think blogs are not going away, no. but shorter content, the better. Yeah. And, and, and it's just humanizing your team is going to humanize your sales staff. Well, you could shoot the long form content. I mean, admittedly, I've been so busy. I haven't been able to get this fully full time. I'm, I'm actually going to be looking at another VA because there's apps now like uh, Lumen5 and other, other things. Like I've already got the content, right? So these apps now, they'll just chunk the content. So not everybody's ready to watch, let's say, this entire episode on YouTube. But over the next couple of months or over the next couple of weeks, if I just throwing out power snippets under a minute on Instagram or whatever of a little yeah. snippet from different parts of the show with different graphics, and it might not even be us. It might be you know, other imagery. And then you're building that, that sales cycle, right? It's like, Oh, he hit it again, hit it again. Or maybe that person doesn't get that one, but they'll get the next one. And then yeah. if they, if they're that intrigued, then they can follow the link and go to the full episode and watch it. So yeah, the power, the power of for everyone out there that doesn't know what remarketing means. <clears throat> most people don't convert on a website until the ninth or 10th time they, they actually see the brand logo. Mm -hmm. So, what we do on our site is, and what we recommend for our clients is let's make you one main video that's on your front page. Done, 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 right? Yeah, it's like and your main site. Like there's your banner. There's, it's all these little snippets like cutting through. Yep. And it's and keep in mind, it's not of cameras. The focus is people. The focus is our happy people smiling. Yeah. Like imagine if you went to Cisco or Home Depot and instead of seeing a wood wall, you saw their staff smiling, working hard, loving what they do. Now I'm connected. So what we really do and what I'm so proud of our team on is we really create content that humanizes your staff to help you drive sales, to add a face. Like, look at that. There's us dancing. There's us giving a hug to our client. It's just- Yeah, and they're all like two second clippies, you know, like, but yeah. it's like, those are fun, so- they're all, all two second clips. So just and the power of remarketing what we do for people that we that we work with is we create one main video and like four or five shorter 30 second clips that you can post on LinkedIn, social media, YouTube. So now you can retarget people over the next year. Mm -hmm. So literally, even you, you've been to our site, you will occasionally see our YouTube pre-roll ad over the next year whether you want to or not from a marketing standpoint, I love that. Like, you don't, you don't, yeah. you don't have a choice. It's going to happen. It's, 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 that's the power. And that's what I'm so proud of our team. What, what, what we built is we went from DVD converting to weddings to corporate, but we kept with our emotion and our story and just putting your people first and then your product. I like that. Um, because I, I actually love the fact you just dropped in there again, the story. That's how we kind of started the show. Um, I have to figure out how we're going to keyword this episode title because I had so much content, so much fun. I've got story, transparency, vulnerability, the power of following up for success, remarketing there towards the end. Um, this, this has been a great episode. Uh, well, listen, yeah. back, since we did full circle back to that keyword of story, um, I, we clearly told a lot of story today. I love what you guys are doing. You look like you have a fun team. 
And again, ladies and gentlemen, we did a lot of screen sharing for people who are listening, not watching, corporatefilming.net. Uh, but we do have to bring the show to close at some point. I, I've been having a blast with you, Trevor. And yeah, uh, I, I knew that we, you and I, that's why I brought you on. Like I, I didn't always have as many business episodes, but I think it's important to share the struggle and because people think the lifestyle of entrepreneurship is easy and it's like, no, no, it's not. And, and I appreciate you sharing some of that vulnerability and, and the struggles along the way. But yeah. as we bring the show to a close, since you've listened to a couple, I like my guest host to help us close us out. And yeah. Is there an all-encompassing message you want to kind of leave behind? Something inspirational to the listeners or just, I don't know, just something else? Because like we, if they yeah. forget everything else on the show, <laughs> how would you like to leave them uh, bowing out? I love that. See, this is unscripted. He didn't tell me he was going to ask that. So I'm going to, this is the authenticity. There you go. I, I love it. Um, I mean, so I would say the one thing I want to leave people with, honestly, is the power of story, the power of emotion, nothing, nothing resonates with somebody more than hearing someone's story, hearing the passion for what they do. So what we do with the, with the national videos that we create that helps companies drive sales by literally telling their story and highlight and highlight and highlighting their passion. If you do that, your consumers will want to work with you because you're a human. You, you, you love what you do. Like who doesn't want to work with people that love what they do. True. And, and that's what we highlight with every business that we go um, into. And um, a last word about, I guess, entrepreneurship and dating. It's so funny because I, the dating part is something I've never talked about, but it's true. If you do what everyone else is doing, you will not stand out. So be different, be memorable, Go on that 50-mile bike ride and follow up with a handwritten thank you card. Send him or her flowers. Just be different so, like, they have to remember you. Hmm. I like that. Be different yeah. so they have to remember you, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. And I will tag back to you, Trevor. Uh, <laughs> I do, to this day, still do handwritten little love notes to my now wife because that I was one that. of the techniques that I added in during the breakup to try and win her back. So I continue that. to do that. So, yeah. And believe me, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, I am no doctor of romance. I'm, I'm a complete shit show. So <laughs> yeah, it's, it's my last thing. It's the most memorable things that actually don't cost anything. Mm. That's true. How hard is it to write a card? We all have pen. We all have paper. That's it. I have somebody and to end this really, uh, I have this somebody that I had a staff member that I thought hated me. She quit like three, four years ago. I, I wasn't, uh, I, I was a new manager. I didn't know what I was doing. I'm still learning to this day. She still writes me a handwritten happy birthday card oh. every year and says, you were the best boss that I've ever had. Uh, the legacy there's that. See, I, as this show grows older, legacy comes into this show more and boom, you toss yeah. it in at the end without even scripting it. What yeah. is, what is the legacy? that we're leaving behind. People aren't meant to stay with your company, your business. You're not supposed to be with your job forever in life. But are you leaving a memorable experience enough to see something like that happen, right? That's yeah, and awesome. I, I, literally hang, I literally hang that on my wall every year. And uh, I, should, I mean, I, I just don't expect that. So it, it's just it's that, just being different, being memorable, and, and just, um, yeah, 
That's nice, man. That's that's a warm fuzzy. I like that. You got me all like warm that. and fuzzy for my weekend. So good, I like good, that. Good. I like that. <laughs> well, listen, hang tight. I want to give proper goodbye off the air. Ladies and gentlemen, again, uh, corporatefilming.net. Obviously, this will be on YouTube like we always do it. You'll be able to check out the show notes. Everything will be on the website, lilyfield.com. Uh, definitely figure it out. Make video work for you in your life. Hey, do what this guy did. He didn't have iPhones back in the day, but now you can do selfies. <laughs> I mean... But make it make it a little bit more nice, okay? So again, corporatefilming.net. Trevor, thanks for hanging today. Ladies and gentlemen, we're here to fuel your health, your business, and your lifestyle. We definitely lean more towards the business side today. But as you could tell if you listened all the way through, you definitely saw a little bit of transparency, relationship building, not just entrepreneurship. Uh, you know what? Romance your clients. Romance your business partners. Romance your employees in a professional way, okay? it's We're all humans. Yeah. Let's do a better job at that. Leave, make that story uh, impactful enough that someone will never forget you. So and if I could do a little, uh, yeah, toss it in. plug, if people have any questions for me or want to get in touch with us or honestly have any advice I can answer, I'd love to share what I've learned. My, um, email is Trevor T R E V O R at corporatefilming.net. My LinkedIn is just Trevor Rapley, last name R A P P L E Y E. And our Instagram is corporate filming USA. Um, yeah. Yeah. And all this stuff will be linked in the show notes as well, ladies and gentlemen. So oh. if you're not writing fast enough, also it's digital content, <laughs> just hit pause and rewind, but yep. <laughs> yeah. you can just go right to the blog notes. It'll all be in there as well. So again, Trevor at corporatefilming.net. check him out on Instagram, check him out on LinkedIn. If you're not on LinkedIn and you're a Gen Z or whatever, get on LinkedIn. Okay. I've been on LinkedIn since it was founded. Yep. Get on it. <laughs> You'll eventually yeah. need it in life at some point in time. So, yep. all right, ladies and gentlemen, we're here to fuel your health, business lifestyle. As always, you too can live the fuel, and we'll talk to you guys again soon. Thank you for subscribing to Live the Fuel. Stay connected on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Live the Fuel. And remember, you too can live the fuel. So please visit us at livethefuel.com.